0: Welcome to episode 131 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am joined by Kevin. We are two artists, illustrators, filmmakers, all-round shit talkers, and each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, YouTube, Disney+, Amazon Prime. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week we are talking about new to Netflix, the movie Talk To Me. Uh, slightly past October, a little late for Halloween, but it's the last in our spooky series of movies. So, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to iTunes, heading over to Spotify, rating, reviewing, liking, subscribing, all of those good things really help us out. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram at the Endless Cast, where we put up artwork and clips to go with each episode. That's a great place to reach out send us a message suggest something for us to watch suggest something for us to talk about disagree with our opinions tell us we're wrong that's a place to do that otherwise you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com, and you can do all the same things over there if you if you if you so feel all of that being said let's get into the episode does it pick up when you record when you talk yes cool morning kevin happy
1: old saint's day oh yeah it's officially the fir- the S- sawn right
0: Remember, remember the 1st of November.
1: Yes. Uh, I see no reason, gunplot and treason, or something. Gunplot and treason, I see no yeah. reason why it should never be forgot.
0: Yeah. I know of no reason this rhyme should ever be forgotten, except it's sort of
1: archaic sentence structure. Yes. How was your Halloween so did, night? Halloween night here was pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know what it's like up in your high castle, but for us... Uh, it's fortified, uh, Kevin. It's fortified. <laughs> Sorry, fortified castle. Forti- fort-
0: fortified with iron.
1: Uh, ooh. Um, uh, but, uh, no, the fireworks in Dublin were absolutely fucking insane. It was absolute bedlam. Like, yeah. I am telling you, it was non stop. And it started yeah. early. Like, when I brought Bill for a walk yesterday morning, uh, there was a few going off, which was like around maybe like eight o'clock in the morning. But, uh, by the time I got home, it was an absolute war zone.
0: Yeah, it's bonkers. Like, uh, I... Ha, it hasn't been like that in, in previous years, right? No. Never. Never,
1: never, never that insane. Like, they've been going off since August. Guess, yeah. And you this know? is
0: what I was like... That um, that day I met... I met Catherine Friend in town. She was going to see The Lion King. And... Uh, the... There were fireworks going off in broad daylight in a way that's like, what is, this
1: is just a noise now. You're not even seeing the, you're not even getting the, yeah. I love fireworks. I truly, truly love them. And I would pay money to go to a fireworks show. But uh, the, and like, you know, I've been around fireworks growing up. I'm sure, I'm sure all of us have been around fireworks growing up. There we go sorry <laughs> uh i've been around fireworks growing up i'm sure all of us have been around fireworks growing up i love fireworks fireworks are amazing i'd pay money good money to go to a good fireworks show but uh and like i've been around them and i know how dangerous they are and like yeah. that's all right kind of like and even me and my friends at times have done foolish stupid things with fireworks just blowing stuff up out in the countryside you know if we're going to do that the damage anybody would have been to ourselves but um like uh the idea of The amount of fireworks that were going off last night in certain areas and like the fact that there was like as probably a chaotic environment as Halloween night in a green in some housing estate. uh, How people aren't fucking more mutilated and destroyed, I have no idea. Uh, But I think the press, I think the the media doesn't report on it.
0: I think to a degree, yeah. I mean, the the media isn't reporting necessarily on um, uh, small injuries. Um, That being said, I do think it's the kind of thing where we get statistics out of hospitals a month in or, like, two months in and it comes up next year, you know? Um yeah. But, uh, like, I think I told you back in July the fireworks in 4th of July in, in Chicago were the most mental thing I've ever seen. Um, like, a fucking war zone. And I was really surprised to come back and go, oh, actually, Halloween here has gone just as fucking mental. Um, yeah. I mean, as long as... I don't, I don't mind it, really. I kind of put fireworks into a category of just, like... it's just something that happens you you make fireworks illegal and as a result you just get fireworks happening um but that's not necessarily a good mindset either i mean maybe they should just be maybe they should be eliminated but i don't know um you know uh when you when you criminalize fireworks only the
1: criminals have fireworks isn't that it i saw an ad on tv like uh, kind of a psa uh, before when youtube videos and it is illegal to have fireworks in ireland do not use sell or whatever uh, fireworks. There's a 10,000 euro fine and five years in prison. It's just like all the guards have to do is just step outside. Then the country wouldn't have to fucking tax the bejesus out of us for everything, put the price up of everything. Just get all the fuckers with the fireworks. If they can spend hundreds on fireworks up north, they can spend 10,000 in fines or just five years in prison. I don't care. Either way.
0: So you're suggesting that the police should step in and arrest people setting up fireworks?
1: Why not? Yeah. Fuck it.
0: I think what you're going to run into... Is like the police don't want to look powerless, and the minute you have footage nationwide of assholes in high-vis jackets running across a field after 40 children trying to stop them setting off fireworks,
1: but it's, not, it's not always children, to be fair, it's mostly not, especially most parents, not children. Most, um, yeah, I'd say so. I think, yeah, I
0: mean, if they went around aggressively finding domestic scenarios like uh, gardens that had fireworks going in it probably they'd stop, but you still end up with kids running around blowing up bangers.
1: Um well
0: yeah. I'm in a very basically. futile mood, Kevin. It's all futile. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like a. I I do like the like drone uh, option. Have you seen those we've talked about drone yeah. displays in place of fireworks. They're cool. Um, but did you get many trick or treaters?
1: Um no, no we bought uh, a bunch of suites for trick-or-treaters, but I think we only got one. I wasn't here. Emer was. Um, but to be fair, like kind of, I don't blame people because the, the, the state that we live in and the cul-de-sac we live in is quite, you know, quiet and dark, so it's not as if, like, uh, you know, the most inviting place for young trick-or-treaters. You should have made um, it really
0: inviting by putting on lots of scary lights and skeletons and noises that terrify children.
1: Yes, yes, I should have. Next year, maybe. There was, um, there, but, was
0: a, there was a house on my road here that, like, went nuts. And I love mm-hmm. that energy. I love that like it's a it's yeah. a recently moved in family and they like they do go a bit nuts with Halloween. I don't know them at all. Um there was some like through the grapevine neighbour muttering about like when they were moving in they were all yelling at each other and it's like so this image I have is of a very dystopian, aggressive, shouty family. But at the same time it's like a high stressful time Situation. while they're trying to move everything into a house. Yeah. Um I do love the instinct to put together like they had the 12 foot skeleton and they had a fucking smoke machine blowing and lights and music and skeletons. And they put like fucking spiders up the front of the house and yeah, that's they did brilliant. a job. And my neighbors came by ours with their kids and it's like, Oh, it's their first year trick or treating. Like neighbors I would have grown up with. I opened the door and was faced with two, three people I knew grown up with their two children. And I was like, fucking hell kids. Um, that's weird. But they said that was the first house they went to. And as they approached the gate, both kids started crying. Because <laughs> oh. it was so fucking much. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's why I'm joking. You should make the place really inviting by making it look like a well-lit, noisy death trap.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I didn't have to do anything last night. And uh, I got the same results. But, um uh Look, I, I like I said, I love fireworks. Fireworks are great. Okay. Fireworks in a controlled, safe environment are great. But uh, it just we know the type of people that set them off, so it's just like, nah, it's no crack, no crack. Then if it's just antisocial and, aggr- and aggressive,
0: yeah, you know, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Did you did you watch anything Halloween-y? Did you dress up last night?
1: No, 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 no. no I no. saw the photo um, go up.
0: Where did you wear the no. photo? Where did you wear the Ghost Rider costume?
1: Halloween party at the weekend. The party was good fun. No, the party was great fun. Uh... And people's costumes were amazing. People genuinely had amazing costumes. Uh, one couple went as the... You know that cover of Fleetwood Mac?
0: Yeah. Where... With the little brass balls?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. A couple went as them and they were very funny. Um, yeah, that was it. Emo went as a psycho clown type of thing, uh, which was very cool. Uh, her costume was probably one of the better ones there, to be fair. She did really, really great. And uh, I went as Ghost Rider. Your costume was astounding.
0: You got a great yeah, I think photo. So. You got a great photo of it. The, yeah. E-mer at the very least, you to took an off. amazing photo of it. It looked great. Yeah yeah are you a little uh, is it the scenario you're having where you're like all you see is the things that didn't go quite the way you wanted it to go and uh, you're missing the fact that it looks great
1: no no i just no i just don't think it looks that good you know but oh. uh but i had I had fun making it and all kinds of stuff, which is the main thing I had a good time with it uh yeah i just don't think it's no look like, like, like it's fine it's fun uh it was fine i i, I do it again 100 percent. but i i know how to kind of change things and make things better and remember the year you made the, the skull face
0: yeah you'd go with it's that
1: easy. i would i would try and make something like that that potentially could fit over my head
0: okay i am um, did you see what mask did you got you got the rubber mask i've seen like one advertised it's like a nice plastic helmet that like the jaws articulated as well
1: yeah that'd be cool but uh no i like i said i i didn't know how i was going to make that ghostwriter costume i just knew i wanted to go as ghostwriter yeah uh so i just threw that costume together uh, well, you know, I had I had a lighter jacket at home and stuff. I just bought crepe paper. I saw that rubber skull mask around town somewhere, yeah. and then I made the fire headdress myself and stuff. But like you can buy lights and pennies for two fifty. Mm. Uh and like and I, you know, I'd repurpose them, I'd take them off the thing I I I you know, the headdress I made for the flames. I'll take that off and I'll put them somewhere else. But it's just kind of like those lights are great for costumes.
0: Yeah. Well it's you so saw good. um you saw the like the little headdressy thing I made for like the goggles mm-hmm. I made. Do you see the pictures mm-hmm. of that? Only oh, videos. Oh, okay. Well, it lit, it lit up. It looked right. You know, like it was good. Yeah. Um, it was um, uh, <laughs> it was funny that it was just like a beacon. We went to Hogan's after the mm. the. Um, oh right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Hogan's after the comedy gig, and just like a half dozen women came up and just like, "Can
1: I even go in your <laughs> And
0: I was just like, "Fuck off." But, like, it was, a, it was like, a, a light in the darkness that attracted fucking moths.
1: But, uh, I, like I said, that's the, that's the worst part of Halloween is just, like, if you have a nice costume, the people who just want to fuck around with it, it's just like, oh, God.
0: You, I just saw, do you remember the video of P. Diddy? I hate that I called him P. Diddy. Do you remember the video of P. Diddy dressed as the Joker? Mm, no. He did, um, he did a Heath Ledger Joker costume. And there's a video of him, like, fucking around in the street. And he really okay. is being a complete cunt. He really is. And he turns... Like, he, he's in the way of traffic. And some guy is ready to, like, fucking tear his head off. He's, like, like starting to fucking fight. And it gets to a point where he goes... He kind of... I don't know what he says to say it. But he gives him a sort of, like, don't you know who I am kind of thing. And it's like... Like, calm down. Calm down. Don't you realize I'm a fucking... I'm, I'm, I'm Diddy And it's like... It was... Really, mm. like people were just, I, I can't even remember the reaction to it because it feels like he escalated a scenario and then kind of got half got praised for de-escalating it. But it's like the guy who, the guy he was starting the fight with was somebody I think, wow, I've got half the information here. Um, I think who wanted to be kind of in that circle and yeah, realized I don't, I don't think- after he had been aggressive towards the, the, the leader of the group, that he had made a mistake, you know, he had like, oh shit, I'm after pissing off the guy I'm trying to sort of hang around with. Um but I think what you got was a clear example of how you might deal with somebody who's being a cunt versus yeah. how you deal with a celebrity. So he wanted you know, P. Diddy got the uh got the uh the the real person treatment and didn't like it. Mm-mm. and the other guy is like fuck i've overstepped when i was trying to be a sycophant i, I was actually normal
1: <laughs> so basically uh halloween was s- s- crazy with the fireworks but that was fine like we set a build down she was all right she just wouldn't go out to pee which was annoying but eventually got her go out but uh, we did watch a movie last night oh what did you watch we watched 2008 s- s- the strangers starring
0: liv taylor i i saw the trailer for that and never ever wanted to watch it because it's so scary i hate home invasion movies
1: yeah, this was this is spooky, but it was good, pretty good. But I think Funny Games was worse, though. Funny Games
0: is yeah, that, that a, is that a home it?
1: invasion movie as well? Oh, like I think so. Like I, this is going to sound terrible. Like so, I went to the cinema. I don't know when. Eli Roth, uh, I think it was Eli Roth, Eli Roth, Eli Roth, Eli Roth. Yeah, um, he was. He's in this. He was in a remake of it because I think originally it's a French movie. and Then he was in the remake of the but, strangers uh, of the funny of Funny Games. And I I saw in the cinema with no context, no trailer, no nothing. So I went in there and it was a pretty fucked up movie. It was shocking. But uh, that's a home invasion movie. I thought that was a pretty bad home invasion movie. Everybody goes on about how bad The Strangers is. The Strangers is shocking. Don't get me wrong. It is shocking. But I definitely felt worse after watching Funny Games. Strangers was, was fine. But it is, what, over 10 years old now at this stage? Yeah, I just, I think... There's a couple examples
0: of those movies. I can't remember the first time I was watching a movie and I went, "Wait, you mean somebody might just walk into your house for no reason and just be a monster?" Is that a <laughs> thing? Is that a thing that can happen? I thought I what? what? you mean there's no motivation to like rob you or anything? It's just you are specifically just being a monster? Um so that freaked me out. Um I, it
1: was like a-, a Tim Roth, sorry.
0: Tim Roth. Ah. Who's Eli Roth?
1: See the director of Hostel and
0: Oh, I thought you were
1: I thought you were naming
0: the director. So Tim Roth is actually in that movie.
1: Yes, Tim Roth and Naomi Watts, and it's directed by uh, it's directed by Michael Hanek Haneke, I think it's German. But he also did the original movie in oh, okay.
0: 1997.
1: So ten years later he did a US version.
0: Okay, so we're talking about the strangers or we're talking about funny games? This is funny games. Uh I'm still talking about funny
1: games. I haven't talked about the uh basically it's just it's a fucked up movie um but uh the strangers it's strangers is good got home invasion movie uh it's pretty creepy what did you do for halloween
0: i edited a podcast and then i sat on the couch and begrudgingly watched reality tv until everyone went to bed so i could go to sleep on the couch okay i had a great time i was trick-or-treating like i wore a costume over the weekend the party like halloween's a great i love this festival it's um one of my favorite time of the year i love the costumes they're so fun especially when they get really creative
1: what's the best costume you saw
0: um uh somebody dressed as Miss Mrs. Trunchbull. Oh yeah, uh, that was very at, good. At the at the show. That was great. That was like for accuracy accuracy purposes, it was brilliant. Um also somebody dressed as a, a Druig from druig Drug? i keep adding an eye into that, I think. Druig rather than dru Um somebody dressed as a druig from uh Clockwork Orange, which was great. Um
1: Okay, very interesting. Good
0: good costumes, good costumes. Um yeah. Yeah. Um I of course did my mad scientist thing. Um, uh, but then I didn't. Um for actual Halloween. I just sort of sat inside.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kinda of, that's how it goes. Hmm.
0: Hmm. You know? So the strangers. Spooky scary. Any thoughts?
1: Uh no. Well, like I said, it's like kind of, you know, I uh, uh, so basically i was looking for online for a good halloween movie everybody was saying how this one was like really messed up and like really kind of like scared them and baba blah, blah. so i had good hopes for it i thought like i would be i'd be left a little bit like whew, on edge from it but it wasn't that's okay. All. okay uh did i watch anything i watched i watched a movie on netflix called nocebo over the weekend with um mark strong okay and ava green so is that a, it's in, sorry you go ahead you tell me yeah sorry can I finish? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to ask probing questions. Come on. Um, it's a, it was an Irish joint, uh, I, I believe Filipino, uh, production. Hmm. The Philippines have good
0: uh, production or uh, film credits. I looked into them during uh, animation
1: researches. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, so this movie is about Ava Green, who is like a who I believe had a fashion line or something. And she gets this horrendous phone call. You don't really know what the phone call is about, but she's like, oh my God, they're pulling bodies out of the place. And she has this mental breakdown. And then it skips five years, or like a couple of years, eight months later, I think it is actually. And uh, she's just this wreck of a woman. Uh, She, you know, all the type of stuff is going on. She's trying to rebuild her career. She ends up uh, getting a Filipino, uh, how would you say? Nurse? Like I don't think... No, I was going to say not nurse. Uh, maybe nanny. Nanny would be the right word. But uh, it's a, uh, they're traveling over from the Philippines anyways. Uh, and she didn't tell her husband that this was going on. So the husband arrives home and there's, uh, there's just a random woman living in their house, you know. Right. Uh, and he wants her gone by a week. But she cooks for them. She cleans for them. She's really great. She's working really hard. Um, and then it's just like, you know, there's a twist and all that kind of stuff. Uh, terrible movie. I didn't really enjoy it at all. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, like I like David Green a lot and Mark Strong. But uh, this David Green's
0: somebody that gets like held up as a as a I don't know, she maybe that's the circles I'm running in. Um she is liked, she is regarded well, she seems to have taste, she seems to have uh, good uh instincts and performs well. But then when you run through the list of her fucking films, you're a bit like, what is this list of dog shit?
1: You see, she was in 300 and she was in the sequel to 300 sorry and she was in the sequel i think to sin city which mm-hmm. would have been two kind of big movies at the time with big casts and stuff but at the same time they went nowhere for her well, so both i think those Aver- are 2014 yeah i was gonna say about 10 years ago i think she was blown up but not anymore
0: yeah i think she was blown up off casino royale 2006 mm-hmm. it's like the bond girl uh, curse yeah, I mean she's a bit better than that but like it's it's interesting that like it's interesting like I, people people are like that performance in in Casino Royale but like it, like Vesper is so highly regarded as well but it's just, like, I just I don't know maybe I'm just um um emotionally dead but like I watched it and mm-hmm, was just like mm-hmm. I don't I don't it's fine um Uh, Casino Royale, The Golden Compass, that was a flop, right? Might have made money, but it was like a bad adaptation. People weren't
1: happy with it. I never even saw it. Um, Dark Shadows, the Tim Burton thing. No, I think I watched it and it was pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I I, I liked everything conceptually about it, but I think unless you're a fan of that TV series specifically, it's not going to mean much to you.
1: Dark Shadows? Yeah. It's a TV show? Yeah,
0: he's just remaking TV shows he likes. Like again, Tim Burton's Batman is just Adam West's Batman. With the Tim Burton skin on it, it's so goofy mm. and like Dutch angled and like villains with with henchmen, like we thought it was dark and dreary, or we thought it was dark and creepy and adult at the time, and it is. But it's like tonally, it is the Adam West Batman, not a comic book Batman. Yeah, fair. Which is fun. Um, it's not not fun. I loved that growing up. But um, yeah, um, Dark Shadows was a TV show. Again, think '60s, the monsters, Adam's family, like spooky, creepy. television you know like i dream of genie there was a real like magical bent in tv in those days you know um like supernatural forces
1: you know i just didn't realize dark shadows was a tv show that's the one where like it's like the 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 kind of afternoon family the fishing yeah yeah Yeah, they're living with the vampire relative who's a couple hundred
0: years old barnabas collins um, yeah,
1: interesting interesting um yeah yeah i get you interesting yeah i, I have, i've heard more people actually look it's that it's sign up sign at the times but it's just the way things are i, I always hear more people now kind of like uh this and tim burton's batmans as opposed to prison um
0: yeah that, that'll loop that'll you know we'll 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 loop and cycle um we'll go i get second. annoyed at like um like i literally just sent a like the a clickbaity fucking headline into our chat there because mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, this is annoying. But it's designed to annoy me because these are people that need to write articles. So you pick a, you pick a a, a thesis statement and you immediately argue the opposite of it like a dickhead, um, and then you get clicks. And I clicked on the fucking thing and i I laughed at like my reaction was I I disagree so strongly I'm going to go buy the 4K Blu-ray to to support the other thing. It's like that's probably what it was intended to do yes yeah. um, um it was basically saying that
1: uh uh the source F- billy's billy's Zane's Billy Zanes. costume is the worst superhero like live action superhero costume yeah um but i don't think that's true it's
0: bullshit it's actually perfectly executed he's missing the pants like yeah. before superman they decided to ditch the pants there but the pants were a. Uh, um uh you can take or leave the pants really The only option I would have been disappointed with is if they went with the stripy pants. But the stripy pants were only done in comics in order to create, like, um, black and white texture differentiation.
1: Like, if it was just a black blob, Mm. it wouldn't have looked right. Um, Uh, Because I would say Catwoman's costume is worse. Halle Berry's Catwoman costume is worse. Um,
0: The the 2000s X-Men leather outfits, like, they're fine, and we were happy with them at the time. But they're not the
1: superhero costumes. They're fine. The, the the lack of a superhero costume in uh, Green Lantern and then f- the Flash's costume probably look worse. Green
0: Lantern's uh, costume. Flash's costume in every Ezra Miller
1: outing. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, there was another one. There's another costume I wanted to say that was pretty bad. What was it? Oh, yeah, like the Flash TV show. A lot of those. A lot of that DC stuff is bad. Yeah, the and, like, Flash TV show
0: was like oddly enough there's some connection to Burton's Batman cuz they were trying to get those they were trying to build that universe together
1: okay jeez
0: like it's like the same production designer or the same costume house or something they really were trying yeah. to get those two things together and get a superman in and like they were starting to sort of like cohesive universe like they they haven't um marvels the first one to make it work but like they've been trying yeah 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 funny um i guess the other thing Halloween wise that was watched was um Talk to Me finally. I saw Talk to Me. Talk to Me. Yes, Talk to Me about
1: it and what did you think? Um
0: I really really enjoyed it. Um yeah, it's very good. It's on Netflix now. Um, just because it's not uh, just because Halloween has happened doesn't mean don't go uh, watch this movie because it's
1: awesome. If yeah. you're if you're into ratings and what these get online Talk to me has seven point two on IMDb and a ninety four around tomorrow's. Tomatoes. Now it's relatively new, so those things could excuse me could change, but it's a very very cool Australian movie from two thousand and twenty two.
0: From two thousand twenty two.
1: Yes. Is it now?
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, the the lead in it, um, Sophie Wilde. She's mm-hmm. she's great. The directors, um, Danny and Michael Philippou. Um, they. There's so much energy in the filmmaking. The whole montage sequence while they're doing these repeated seances is so mm. great. That track choice, I think it's called "L'Orand Um It that like the music they're playing when they're doing that, like um, where everyone's trying to uh, contact the dead. Contact the dead. It's so good. It's it rides this line of like being creepy. Like it opens. With, I'm not gonna spoil it, but like, it no, 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 I op- know
1: you're not gonna spoil it. I see. It has- I, just, I, just, I just, no, I just, I just like, like I think we should just give people context of what the movie's about first. Sure, go for it. Uh, when a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits with with an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new trail and high stakes party game. Until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. That's not even like the greatest explanation of it, but pretty much, kids find have an embalmed hand that they hold, once they hold it, they can see a ghost. They can say like, talk to me or something. The ghost goes inside them and possesses them for a short period until they break the connection. And these kids are essentially kind of just getting off on it. They're getting high. It's kind of, it's a rush. Yeah. And it's just how far things go.
0: And the the line in the trailer is um, something along the lines of like, um, the limit is 90 seconds. What happens after 90 seconds? They want to stay. Um, which is really funny. Um
1: like the, Spoiler. it's a it's 824 head.
0: it's 824 um yeah i mean i don't know how spoilery would get you want to talk about i don't think we should get too spoilery okay don't, but don't, we can don't talk okay about it. performance and we can talk about set pieces and production yeah. design and yeah. like um it just rides this line perfectly of like the it opens with something really horrific mm-hmm. i think do you think uh cutting so it, think it out we... it's the party where the guy goes to get his brother and gets stabbed and your man stabs himself in the face yes yeah 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 Yeah. pretty brutal so it opens with something pretty brutal Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of letting you know immediately that like here is some horror is that fair to say yes and then there's a tension based on that for ages at what point does the like there is supernaturals goings-on but they're kind of ooky spooky and kind of creepy And there's so much fun and energy. Like there's a shot very early on when we're meeting the characters and it's like a great way of showing you how these kids like each other and have a great connection and and buzz when they're like, you know, one of them calls Mia to pick him up because he's got left outside of school. So we've got a picture of like a slightly disorganized family, but like an extended family structure that is supporting one another. Like they all love each other. Um, and they get in the car and they're just blasting Sia's chandelier and singing mm-hmm. it as loud as they can and like it's like it's such a great way of showing that like these people uh, really like each other and they they're having a great yeah. time with each other even under kind of stressful situations um so even then when they start like that first moment what did you like did you know anything about this film going into it or did you
1: nothing nothing i don't even think i saw i don't even think i saw a trailer for it man i don't i don't think so so, what was your first thought India? when the
0: hand came out of the bag?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, kind of like, what the hell is this? You know, yeah. uh, and I like it kind of it looked, it looked less menacing, but it was obviously intriguing looking. But it le- looked like menacing than I was actually expecting it to be. You know,
0: yeah, it's a, like it's a Ouija board type of movie. It's a séance movie. There's kind of a Jumanji to it. You know, yes, like yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Like, where does that hand end up? Who like, talk to me too is coming right, and it's going to be T-double-O. Talk to me too.
1: Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Uh, Well, we know. Well, you know, I don't want to say it, but we know where the hand ends up, technically. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We've got a notion. Very good. Six hands were made for this movie in case anything got damaged or broken, and a director kept one of them.
0: Who? This feels like something you'd have in your trivia corner because you're such a deep reader of lore. You'll know this answer. I know. Um, I would. Whose hand is it that they cast to? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know um hmm. like is it the director or is it an art director um like okay because you see you knew nothing about this i saw i had seen the trailer right so hand goes on the table did it did you get a jump the first time she says talk to
1: me um oh good question uh i don't know probably didn't i didn't but it's but uh but it's all like like you know it's all very eerie, anyways. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. But I was more intrigued as on what the hell is going on. You know. Yeah. Um. But like, the, the two directors, Danny and Michael uh, Philipou, I want to say. Yeah. Philippou, uh turned down the chance to direct an unknown film in the DC uh, EU in favor of having it having take uh, talk to me their directorial debut. Very interesting. That's a much better decision. That's a much yeah. better decision. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. They saved their absolute careers
0: thank god they didn't um, direct uh what even would it be in dc
1: who knows who knows i don't i think i don't know do i care anymore i don't know um, okay so
0: let's just um doing a, doing a little sideways thing you're reading about the directors are you yeah
1: oh i just read a couple of facts there but nothing nothing uh, particularly uh they're, they're youtubers they're youtubers yeah I saw that there were two YouTubers and this movie got backed. They have a massive following on YouTube. And this movie got backed by um, the Australian film board or whatever.
0: Yeah. That's great. That's so great. Like that is the that is the best part of like YouTube and like Vine and TikToks and stuff. Like I remember when I first started looking at Vine and seeing how like people I actually would admire were using it for editing and like transitions and, and playing with stuff. It's like these tools just being put in front of kids and young people. Is just like it's it's a fucking intensive camp for filmmakers, you know. So yeah, for the yeah. fact that they were able to transition like making low end and mid end YouTube videos and comedy horror spoofs and stuff, like horror comedy, um, horror and comedy are so close to each other because they're just about surprise as much as anything yeah. else, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, that's why why um, uh, Jordan Peele's stuff always works as well. You know, he just understands
1: this concept of yeah uh, horror very well, very well. Um, very well. Um, this movie was, was banned in Kuwait because it featured a very talented trans actor. Uh, what's her name? One second, Ba-ba-ba-bum. yeah. Zoe Tarakas, Tarakas, Zoe Tarakas could be Zoe Tarakas, but I'm gonna say Zoe, 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 Zoe is Zoe. Uh, and they played Haley, hmm. but um. Yes, they got banned of Kuwait because they're trans. Uh,
0: got so. banned because they're trans?
1: Yeah. It's
0: interesting. I don't remember how they refer to this person in the movie.
1: The person plays... To play a character, I think the character is female, but I'm not too sure how to refer to them in the movie because it could yeah. have a female name, but I don't know. Yeah. But like, what a what a weird thing. But anyway,s it's like, it's like it's like I don't even remember how the person identified in the movie. It's just irrelevant, but then it gets banned in another country because of it. It's not
0: identifies it? as non-binary and transmasculine. Yeah, I mean, like she definitely, they definitely bring a, a mask energy, but like, yes, I just don't presume anything anymore, or I don't presume. I don't presume give me a medal, guys. I don't presume. Yeah, very good. Uh, thanks. Um they were great. They 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 brought this um very aggro uh flippin' punky vibe. They were they were a cool like um I don't want to say bully, but there was a there was a, a they, were, like, they
1: were that type. Yeah, they were a little they were like the peer pressure yep. character. Kind of gruff, cool kid. Um, they were in I, I I they were in Nine Perfect Strangers, I believe, uh, and I've seen that, so I knew I recognized them from somewhere before. Um, so they're they're probably the biggest name in the movie. Oh, I well, know because the mother is technically uh, a big name in it, but um, but like uh, Zoe's in a movie with um, or Zoe's in like Nine Perfect Strangers, which has like Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Michael Shannon. Luke Evans, uh, Manny, ja- Jacinto. Well, I'll just Regina say that, Hall, um, Bobby. The, the
0: the lead in it. Maybe it's just the nature of her being the lead is her, um, it was her
1: first major role in a big. I think first role
0: playing Mia. Um, mm-hmm. She's in a, a Netflix show now called Everything Now. Like it's so weird that like it Talk to Me hit and then Everything Now hit at the same time. Um, I guess they just know what they're doing as well to some degree. Playing Mia. Same name. Don't know why that happened. Um, weird. Um, so look, the, the premise of the movie is stay over, stay over 90 seconds and the, the thing wants to stay.
1: Yeah. And it's brutal. There is some brutal, brutal scenes that happen in it. And
0: that's what I was getting to when I was saying that the first 90 seconds tell you that this movie is going to be fucking brutal. Yeah, it does. And then it does. it's nice and spooky and fun to the point that you forget. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the brutal happens and you are crawling out of your seat, which I was, I was like hands on the couch beside me, pushing my ass up, going, huh, 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 I can't I can't look at this. Um, I was sitting there and my first thought was, how could they do that? That's not what this movie is. That's so upsetting and such a switch. And then I went, no, hold on. Now they told me from the beginning what this was yeah and this is in line with what that was but it's yeah. you, you there's a there's a lull you forget about it and it then just becomes horrific
1: yeah i mean like if you have somehow managed to go through this um halloween season without talk, without watching talk to me uh you've done yourself a disservice definitely the highlight breakout horror movie of the month or the year i'd say you know um so good so good yeah um those guys are gonna like the uh, to my mind
0: um don't make any sequels of this if you want to monetize it and hand it to someone else to make fucking sequels let them go and fucking ruin the franchise yeah. you've they made kind of, gold
1: they have they have said that they do want to but uh it's there's not official um
0: they they should stay away from it if you ask me like it, it's yeah. a jaws scenario you've made jaws You know, like, people don't remember that Spielberg made Jaws 2. Because he shouldn't have. He just sort of kept moving. But um, I understand why in an early part of a career you you do the thing that's making you money. Um, But, like, um, they've made their Jaws. Now move on to your E.T. or whatever the fuck. Um, They did a great job. Um, (sighs) There's some beautiful transitions... In this as well, like it's I like the super get, well shot. It's it's super well shot. It's nicely edited. There's moments that like like I'm a huge um, Edgar Wright fanboy, um, and they're doing they're doing the stuff I love about Edgar Wright, which is like using all of the elements that you can of filmmaking, using the camera, using the lights, using the editing. It's not just standing there and saying lines.
1: Yeah, like, um, oh, we got big names and we have a big budget. It's just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You can, um, you know, none of those things make a movie good. It's always going to be, you know. So I'm thinking specifically big of big a picture. moment
0: where Mia is, like, zoning out and kind of going catatonic and the world is blurring around her. And she's walking through a hallway in a hospital. And as the world blurs around her, in one shot she's walking. Someone just goes, Mia. And she looks to her right, and the background, you didn't quite notice the transition. She walked from the hospital hallway, and now she's in her living room with her dad. And it's Mm. such a, like, again, I don't know that there's digital editing or what trickery is being played. Like, when you're shooting movies, it could just be a set, you know. She's walking down a hallway, and the hallway turns into the living room set. But it's super effective.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Losing
0: time kind of thing.
1: Yeah, uh, just, just the the concept of it's so so wild, you know uh like kind of seeing the the kind of ghost dead person in front of you and then letting them possess you like what a great concept
0: it's such a like it's such an unnerving thing, even the idea of possession is unnerving, yeah the idea oh, yeah. of uh uh being harmed by a spirit or self harm or anything like that is unnerving the grief that she's feeling like again it's the combination of elements at play, like Hereditary works so well as well because that mother is grieving the loss of her mother and her child subsequently, and you feel that grief, and you feel how that grief affects a family. Then you add onto that the uncomfortable concept that when we die, we are these transient, mutilated, (sighs) present spirits yeah, desperately trying to make contact. Uh, there's so much in this movie to be upset by
1: five stars yes yeah. yeah, five <laughs> stars and the ending is brilliant the ending yeah. is so clever yeah it's so clever um, sorry just looking at it, bits of it there brilliant so good and um, speaking of Australian things because I've watched a few Australian things recently actually um, Last Stop Laramie Last Stop Laramie Um yeah.
0: Tell me about that.
1: It is a technically true crime, uh, true crime documentary. Uh, it's a documentary. Yes, true true crime and um, documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Um, uh, where to watch Last Stop Army? Uh, it says HBO Max subscription. Oh, I watched it on. Oh no, it's on Netflix. Last Opplarmy. Army. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I was like, I watched it on something. Um, European it's just distributions two episodes. can be different. It's just two episodes. It's phenomenal. It's yeah. so good. Uh, basically, Laramie is a small town, a very small town in Australia. Population is like 11 people. And one of them goes missing, presumed dead. And basically, it's like somebody in the town is the murderer. Who is it? It's very good. It's like they're all very like kind of, um, you know. It's so this documentary. Are they using the real people? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And do they just go into this town going, holy shit, I'm looking at pictures of these people. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a man in there that's a skeleton. Yes. Is he okay? No. no none of these people are okay. It's a fascinating, fascinating look into it, or a look into kind of just human behavior or something. I have no idea. But uh, uh the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Basically, like, kind of, you know, he was married to a woman. They got separated. He moved across the road and, and stayed there out of spite. That's what spite does to you. Woof. Yep. Yeah. So
0: there's like twelve people there. How do you roll yeah. into that town and go, We're gonna to talk to you and we know one of you is a murderer, and like it's a one in ten chance you're talking to a murderer. And there's also the murder on the Orient Express scenario as well. Like if enough of the people in that town didn't care for one person, there's no telling that a bunch of them didn't get rid of them. See that's, that's the vibe murder the, on the Orient the, Express.
1: That's the vibe you get from the show, like, you know. I'm not gonna go into it. Mm. Uh but certainly like kind of something they definitely play on, you know. Um but uh but it just it just transpires that uh so, obviously, someone goes missing. Right. Someone dies. Right? Yeah. And then news report, the news start reporting on it. And I can't remember again. It's like, sorry, I always forget different bits and pieces, but uh, I can't remember again. But it's like one of the news agents or sorry, one of the journalists, the news yeah. journalists, learns that uh, years prior, somebody went in and had interviewed all these people, had interviewed the guy who had been kind of missing, presumed dead, murdered, had interviewed all the residents. They had hours and hours of interview footage from these people. They knew what made them tick. They knew the different grievances between each other and all mm. that kind of stuff. So they knew. They knew so much. So it was so cool to watch this documentary Splice with the old interviews, brand new interviews, and then the different things that are going on. It's Really, really good. Two episodes, part one and part two. Uh, 51 minutes is the first one, uh, an hour and eight minutes is the second one. It's so good. Cool. It's definitely worth to watch. I saw That's people. A great, uh, it's a great recommendation. I saw people kind of
0: reviews. Yeah, I saw I people know.
1: kind of saying, oh, the new Tiger King. Don't look at it like that. You know, that stuff spoils yeah. stuff. It's, 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 I like, you know, it's great. It's great. Tiger King is different, you know? Mm. Uh, this is brilliant. You know, Tiger King in, part, in parts was funny because it was so ridiculous. This is really funny, but it's very entertaining. It's weird. It's a good one. Okay,
0: cool. I mean, Australia is a spooky space to begin with. I know. I was um.
1: trying to tell you, yeah, because like, something like, oh, how many people go missing? a year it's like 300 maybe it's like more uh but we i think they say like two hundred eighty or something right yeah but uh, uh well, I'm, anemers, I'm, I'm just agreeing i don't know that <laughs> i'm just taking your word on that oh i know yeah go on hang on i'll google it you actually looked at the numbers did you uh, i think they mentioned it in the show okay yeah no i was gonna say thirty-eight thousand. i think 380 but thirty-eight thousand people go missing each year in australia right wow but is just like, how is that possible? And I said to Emer, bring up a ma- map of Australia uh, and look at where the, where Australia is populated. It's just populated on the coast. Yeah, Like Australia, mainland Australia, or inland Australia, or whatever you want to call it, is barren. Yeah. And it's fucking scary. And it's terrifying. Shit goes. I say wild shit happens out there. Yeah. Um Laramie is like a, an example of kind of, you know, one of those more distant, smaller community type of things. But of uh, course, 38,000 people go missing in Australia. It is a vast, empty space. Terrifying. It's like it's like if all of it was a Wicklow Mountains. For sure. Um, in terms of scary dodgy things. Yeah,
0: um, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer of staying in uh, populous yep. uh, areas. I knew a quote from Sherlock Holmes, um, because uh, Watson was just like, oh, the countryside, what a lovely place. And the the the, uh, the quote was something along the lines of, I remember thinking, this is so fucking true. Um, you look at those scattered houses and you are impressed by their beauty. I look at them and the only thought which comes to me is a feeling of their isolation and of the impunity with which
1: crime may be committed there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes, I grew up rural and... Yeah. Uh, I, of course, you know I I like my childhood and all that kind of stuff. It was it was fun to be kind of playing in fields and all that kind of stuff. Um, but as an adult, I listen to a lot of, uh, shitty slickers as we call you, shitty slickers, uh, and a lot of people my age, uh, would romanticize. Oh, I just want to live in a house in the country, and do this and do that, and it's just like, that's cool, that's fine when you're young and you're capable and all that kind of stuff, but as you get older. And 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 it's it's and it's younger than you think, but as you get older, that becomes real isolating real yeah. fast. Yeah. Where all of a sudden, like you can you can have a you know, for example, you could have a family home out in the country, raise your kids and blah blah. blah. They're eighteen, they move out, you're in your fifties, and all of a sudden it's just like, you know what? I'm kind of in this big empty house in the middle of nowhere. You know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, this, uh, I,
0: this, um, this seems to be a, a, a theme he revisited in a number of books. Um, there is no lane in London so vile that the scream of a tortured child or the thud of a drunkard's blow does not beget sympathy and indignation among the neighbours. And then the whole machinery of justice is ever so close that a word of complaint can set it going. And there is but a step between the crime and the dock. But look at these lonely houses, each in its own fields, filled for the most part with poor folk who know little of the law. Think of the deeds of hellish cruelty, the hidden wickedness which may go on year in, year out in such places, and none the wiser. Fair. This is why I don't want to go on st-
1: like like weekend trips away. <laughs> <laughs> weekend trips away to the country are great, and and, and the, the country is great, but it can be scary uh, certain times. Like everywhere, the city is like it's like it's kind of like as, as isolated a country is, you're. You're safer there. You might feel more vulnerable. You might be more vulnerable, but uh, you know. There's, there's a difference. I don't know about the screams of a child in London getting much attention. I'd say people look the other way. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but
0: like he doesn't say he doesn't say that uh, people intervene and help. He says, no, it, he gets says it gets sympathy, sympathy. Yeah, which means and like, then that a word of complaint could yeah. set them to yeah. going.
1: Yes, 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 Um, everywhere scary populated cities, cities when there's nobody there. You see, that's it. You talk your little horror movies and, like, say, twenty-eight days later. Like, what's scary about that? It's like, he's in the city alone. But you put a character in the countryside; they're in the countryside alone. Yeah, like, but it's but it's never if they're alone that's scary. It's the it's the thing if they're not alone. Yeah, you well, know?
0: that's like is that it's like where is the stranger's set? Is that rural or suburban?
1: Rural. It's rural, definitely. Rural. See again.
0: Yeah. See people. People in, yeah. people, in yeah. Yeah. people in the countryside. People in the countryside. Yeah.
1: People in the countryside, but they they were probably shitty slickers actually they were they were staying in a town house, the country house they actually yes yeah, yeah they were staying in one of the partners country house yeah but uh and,
0: and and country people are monsters in the town country people. Poor, lovable Co- city folk
1: country me- people are monsters i've seen the hills of ice
0: um, and wrong
1: turn which, is, and wrong which turn. is
0: which is tree hills have eyes yeah yeah yep, yeah, yeah. for sure
1: i read crypt of shadows marvel's one shot friend of the podcast Declan shabby mm. wrote a story for this one right uh the story features victor strange i want to say victor strange is that isn't that um dr strange or is it james or something What's well I, I, are you tell me i don't know
0: wow. dr strange's brother yeah I can't is, remember. He a, is he a vampire
1: yes he's a vampire trapped in a mirror
0: how did i know that
1: Dude, I know. trapped in a mirror yeah he's trapped in a mirror in the inner sanctum well, he was. So, the first story... F- Sorry, how is that not in a movie? The first story features yeah. Scarlet Witch. Right. And it's called Brick by Brick. Uh, written by Steve Orlando, Paul, art, artist Paul Azeka or something. Uh, his art is great. I actually really like the art in this in that story. Really, really cool. Check it out. But um, that's just a kind of a story of uh, Haunted House and the Benevolent Spirit that actually kind of like... Haunted the brick or the concrete that was made, they made the brick and different things of that, like but uh, it, it's killed loads of people. Scarlet Witch sorts it out, or does she? And um, the bricklayer will return pretty, really good. Uh, and then Victor goes on to talk more. Uh, but there's a story so basically, this, this, this is a one shot comic that features Deadpool, uh, the Hulk, Scarlet Witch, and Daredevil, uh, the man thing, the living mummy, werewolf by night, I think it is. Okay. and then that bricklayer monster so are uh,
0: these are these independent stories or are these uh like a story that features all these characters
1: they're in the they're independent stories right but like kind of at the end of the book it says like if you like more of this read this issue or you know basically the living the living the living mummy one i think was one of my favorites because uh oh he's just so cool looking mm-hmm. uh yeah it's deadpool and the, the, the living mummy like kind of i'm not the biggest i like, say the biggest Deadpool fan. But um, the living mummy in this story, it's just like, oh, he's such a cool character. He looks amazing. How are they not doing, like, cool stuff with him, you know? Like, so, so cool looking. Uh, and a kind of a dark story. Um, and it's like the end question mark, you know? So all of these kind of stories end on a question mark, essentially. And each story is broken up by uh, Doctor Strange's brother kind of talking about them and, you know...
0: Oh, really? You know, the
1: crypt keep crypt... crypt, crypt
0: Crypt Keeper kind of Keeper
1: way. Sense, yeah. That's fun. Uh, and Declan Shavi wrote uh, a, a story featured Have a called Without Fear with artist Alex Ling. Uh, this story was really cool. I really liked it because, you know, the whole tagline. Uh, what well, is it? The Man Thing's tagline, Fear Burns, at the touch of the man thing? So,
0: so goofy. Oh,
1: what was it? Oh, Beware
0: shit. the dick of the man thing.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Daredevil's like the, the nauseating smell, blah blah, blah and then it's like the being on his man thing. Um and man thing's trying to stay kind of out of his out of the way of everybody, but Daredevil's chasing this member of the hand down into like a subway underground type of thing and bumps into the man thing. Uh man thing is so cool looking. He is so cool looking. I love that design. But it's like Daredevil, how does Daredevil uh, you know, does the man can the man thing affect Daredevil? He can't, because Daredevil is the man without fear. Right. Uh, and that's the end. But then there's a werewolf by night story, kind of with the Hulk and another monster. Oh, Craven. Craven Hunters in it. It's a weird one. It's like Craven's hunting the Hulk and the werewolf by night stops them. Um, but then at the end, it says, like, you know, kind of out of the shadows, uh, Doctor Strange Brothers released from the mirror world. And then it says, keep exploring the dark side of the Marvel Universe. Scarlet Wish issue 9 on sale now. Uh, the Hulk on say like, you know uh, follow Scarlet Witch in follow the Man Thing in follow World Might in and you know the stuff of like that uh, they don't have follow it, the Living Mummy in because that's that's a pity because uh, the Living Mummy was so cool more of that
0: well the um, the
1: basically it was a fun at the comic I'd recommend picking up
0: yeah and it does feel like Marvel's trying to lean into the like
1: horror stuff a little bit right man the new the new Hulk and the new Ghost Rider stuff is super horror.
0: Mm. Yeah, it, it, like it does feel like the the comics were trying to like prepare audiences for um uh upcoming horror movies, you know, where we we yeah. did set up later <laughs> you know, the Dark Knight and the or the Black Knight and stuff in Eternals was leading to um
1: and Blade and things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah Blade coming. Like I don't know if that is still coming. Don't still coming. That. Um what do you think of um the what do you think of the, uh, did they say that the Daredevil show has
1: a new showrunner? Oh, well, I think we talked about it before. They said the Daredevil kind of just shot half of it, then cut it. They're, doing a, they're going to shoot a pilot, take it from there. Uh, let me just double
0: check this. I think that they got the showrunner. The new showrunner is Dario Scardapani, who has a ton of TV experience and worked on Netflix's Punisher. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's Punisher producer to be the showrunner. So that's a question. Then you know, how do we feel about the idea that like Marvel is using these shows or, or taking a new approach on these shows? But they seem to be going to people that worked on the Netflix stuff. Like, is that because the Netflix stuff was so good that we want to go back there, or is that a bad idea? What What do you think?
1: Like, I mean, if the guy has tried and tested and like, and they were happy with his stuff and people received it and people are happy, then it's a good thing. But uh, like, I don't, I don't know. Should it just kind of I don't know. You know, the Daredevil show was good, but like yeah. the 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 Defender stuff and Iron Fist stuff left a really bad taste in my mouth.
0: The Daredevil stuff was good. Daredevil stuff was good. I I I liked the Punisher stuff.
1: I didn't. Um, I didn't see been season two yet.
0: Oh, go watch season two. Yeah, I
1: haven't um, seen season three of Daredevil. Two,
0: man, you need to like. The thing is, I don't want to watch them again. Otherwise, I'd say I'd come out and watch them with you. But yeah. um, Fair. uh, like, do watch them. Um, like maybe we could have a bit of a recap there because, like, I want to watch uh, Jessica Jones as well. The other thing to mention is, uh, I mean, this may be a little bit of time after, um, uh, by the time this gets posted. But Matthew Perry passed away.
1: Oh, I was going to say, yeah, poor old Matthew um, Perry.
0: I'm. I was pretty bummed by that because I really liked Matthew Perry. Like, yes, uh, like Friends, as um, I don't know, as cynical as you can be about Friends and its ever present in uh Irish television and Channel 4 and stuff. Like like that show started ninety three, ninety four, like uh like a seven year old Aiden loved Chandler. He was the witty one, he was the sharp yep. one, he was the one who yep. always had a comeback. Um yeah I, I thought I fo- Chandler I,
1: was the best for sure.
0: A hundred percent. I followed him into the West Wing, I followed him onto Fool's Rush In, I followed him onto Almost Heroes, I followed him onto Studio Sixty. I'm currently watching Studio Sixty. I was on like episode four of Studio Sixty um, like doing a little rewatch um, when he passed away there during the week. So um, he was one of those guys that I just always wanted him to sort of, I always hoped he'd find his sort of comfortable
1: yeah. groove in life. And he just never seemed to. Um, but a lot so of the Friends cast kind of happened with the exception of Jennifer Anderson and maybe um, David Shimmer. Um, I mean, do we think that Matt LeBlanc is having a lot of trouble in the world? Well, well like, have, I, just I mean, everybody
0: has their personal issues and whatever the fuck, you know. But, um,
1: well, I mean, just think of like you know, k- 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 saying you know your star continually rising, whatever, you know, or staying whatever relevant. He definitely, uh, well, you know, it's like, it's like it's like any of those things, man, like boy bands or any pop bands or anything, like you know, your your stars could have kind of dim a little bit. Uh,
0: yeah, it it co- it everything moves in cycles, really. You know, like it. Um, you don't you don't have a hundred percent of success a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. But um like like he had done um that remake of the odd couple, like he still worked, you know
1: what I mean? Oh yeah, no, he yeah, no, he still worked, he's worked lows and all the kind of stuff. and um, it's just as you said, you're kind of hoping he'd he kind of find his niche or find his 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 you know his way or his part or whatever. Uh but like you know, yeah, it's a great cast in that show in Friends, and like mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. you know, they're all obviously very talented actors and things. And um, it is very sad though, uh, big moment, you know, especially for people in around our age. Uh, we we like there's nobody not for me but him. That's our age in the Western world. Yeah, you know what I mean for the most part, obviously. But uh, yeah,
0: so uh, just as we come to the end. Is there anything mm-hmm. you want to watch for next week?
1: I've I've not watched any Loki. I need to catch up on Loki. Okay, I heard. I'm going to watch a chunk of that.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's as good a, as good a, a shout as anything any for anything you want to watch. I'm trying to think, um, like what's sort of good in the autumn time, or is there anything classic that we haven't watched or thought? Well, of? is
1: there is there a Matthew Perry movie? I was just going to say though, Apocalypse Clown is on Netflix now, and I've not there watched
0: we go. It. There we go. Let's watch Apocalypse yeah. Clown. Okay. Um, uh, Apocalypse Clown on Netflix now. Yeah, let me just see if I can just give you a quick. Uh, let's find a synopsis off of the internet. Um, after a mysterious technological blackout plunges Ireland into anarchy and chaos, a group of washed-up clowns travel the country for one last shot at their dreams. Released two thousand and thirty-three, directed by George Kane. Uh, it's got a bunch of Irish comedy scene heads in it as well, um, and yeah. people I don't know. Um but uh, it's great. Uh, know, well also, no, not it's great. It's great that it's there. Let's watch it and find out if it's great. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna leave right now, but the whole nine yards is leaving soon on Netflix. If you've not watched it, watch it. That's a good one. Matthew Perry wise. Yeah. Yeah. I think we watched that for the podcast, didn't we? No. I feel no. like we did. No, we didn't. No. Right. I gotta. Oh go Amanda
0: then. Pete in Whole Nine Yards.
1: She's I in Studio 60 as well. Gotta go. Bye.